TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Trying to save you. If somebody use your time, make sure they pay you. Pay attention, really listen. I hope you understand. Execute your vision, go and get it. Be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man make it. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman, take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire, take your mind a little higher. Like her name on a degree, not her name on a flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all night and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. What's up, family? Man, I'm just going through it, man. I've been married 17 years. And, uh, should have seemed like every few years my wife leaves, you know? But every time, it just hurts just as bad. What do you mean every time she leaves every two years? Every two years, man. I guess she says the same shit. She ain't happy. She leaves for a little while. And come back. I let her back, you know? Oh, that's a crazy relationship, my nigga. Yeah, you telling me. You know, but the thing is, man, I love hard. You know, I love hard. Man. Like, I, you know, I really took my vows seriously, you know? Right. But, you know, it's, it's different for her. Like, she, she ain't been working really, man. I took care of her this whole marriage, you know? Right, right. Like, she just, like she just got a job a few months ago. And now... She talked that she ain't happy stuff, you know? Like I said, she was driving my car to work. I was driving her car. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I said, I was making sure she was straight. I was like driving the car with no insurance and, uh, and tag, you know, just to make sure she was straight. You feel me? Right, right, right. Yeah, but she don't even, yeah, she don't even give it, you know? Like I said, I take care of keep worried about going out and stuff. Like, I don't check her out. I'm like, man, I don't know what yeah, to do. Now, do me a favor, yeah, Fred. Go, go outside some more because you still have a bad reception. Okay. He's that bad. I want people to hear you. Yeah, my uh, signal is terrible in my area. Okay, I think that's better now. Yeah. Yeah. So keep yeah, on. Man, let, me, I, let me let you vent. Go ahead. It's just like man, I don't. Like I say, man. Like I say, I love hard, man, and I love my family, and I never wanted to to raise my daughter like this, you know. And that's one of my main concerns. And all I do, TK, like I say, I done been in prison two times, man, you know, in my younger days, you know, mm-hmm. when I was in my 20s. Right. When I was in my 20s, you know, just chasing that paper, you know. Now I change it a different way, man. All I do is work, 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 work. Yep. And that's my that's my biggest thing, TK. I just be trying to work, you know. Right now I'm working on something right now. You know what I'm saying? If everything go all right, where I be set. Like I said, I be listening to your podcast. I'm trying to build a legacy. I got insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get up to a million. I got I got two hundred and fifty thousand now. Right. I'm trying to get up to a million. I'm trying to get up to a million. I got a two hundred fifty thousand. I'm just trying to win, man. Yeah, but what I see and listening to you talking a little I've heard so far is that you have a, a woman in your life, yo, that's a distraction. And when you're chasing money, being a hustler, ex-hustler, well, I'm still a hustler, but I'm hustling something else. You can't have no 
distractions. And this woman right here, you love her hard. You know, Andre 3000 told me something once years ago. I was having problems with my daughter's mother. And we was walking to the airport. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. And I've known him for years. And we talk. And this way you talk right now. And he said something to me. He said, you got to choose which pain you want. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. You could be by yourself and and be painful and go on and win because you'll get another woman. Or you could stay with her and she's going to keep doing the same motherfucking thing to you. You're too old to be having these up and down fucking um, emotional roller coasters. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The killing part, I just heard you say the exact same thing. And I heard you say it two times. I heard you say it again. I think it was last week. The dudes you were talking to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, and you're absolutely right, man. Like I was telling my sister the other day, like, because they know me, man. Like, I've been happy. I'm a happy person, loving person, right. and always joking, always smiling. You know what I'm saying? But you know what's happened? As you got older, I'm going to tell you some real shit, right? As you got older, dog, you got kind of soft. It's not your fault. It's part of life. As you get older, like, and it's happened to me sometimes. I feel myself that way, but I'm single, you know. I feel myself that way that uh, you're going to laugh when I watch um, home videos on that, that show that come on TV and people be falling and yeah. shit, hurting themselves. Nigga, I be like, oh, shit, that got hurt. And people laughing, but to me, I'm like, that motherfucker could have died. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you're going through. So what I'm trying to say to you, You've got to do a, a maintenance check. You got to make. You got to main check your feelings and reboot. You know, a car. You take a car and get tuned up, or you go in and get a physical and get checked out and get all your, your all your levels back together. Where your gangster level yep. is loading a motherfucker because you're getting emotional. Yeah. People tell that bitch, bitch, bye. That's what you tell a bitch, bye. Yeah, you're right, TK, man. And I be, you know, like I said, I got smoke, and I can't really focus. You feel me? Like I say, man, women, you know, women are different, man. Women approach me all the time, TK, and I just laugh at it. Living a life, fam. <laughs> fam, listen yeah, you're to right, me. You're right, man. You got to live this. You know, people say life is short. Life is long. Fuck that shit. Life is long. Life, life long as a motherfucker. Yeah, people talk about life short. Then, nigga, you, you taking years off your life when you say that shit. Life is long. And why should you go through a long life? Why should you go through a long life dealing with that type of bullshit? When I always say there's a group of college bitches graduating in June, and what that means is you can meet somebody else. That's better than the bitch you got. The killing part, TK, I keep my own crib. You know what I'm saying? I keep a house. I've been at my job 11 years. You know what I'm saying? I keep a car. So I if I had to put out an application for you to get a bitch, <laughs> you qualify, nigga. I, I know bitches to be yeah. knocking on your door all day. I was talking about that in my show last night. Y'all talking about that in my show last night. These women out here letting niggas, none of them, niggas over 30, 40 years old, don't own no property, no life insurance, no 401k or 401k, whatever fuck bitch it is. And they, yeah, these women don't understand. Here you are, yeah. got your shit together, got paper, 
got good credit, got a house, and it's always like that, fam, for some reason, from yeah. Japan to Russia, when I be doing shows and talking to people. I just don't know why good people can't meet good people. Yeah, exactly. It's like, man, until in part, TK, I got everything you said. I'm working on my credit now. It ain't bad. I, man, I owe $1,100. You know what I'm saying? Hey. But I got the poor one k I got the four one k. I got a nice little amount of money in my four one k. I feel like I stopped right. in there eleven years. I ain't playing no more, TK. I just turned forty in January. Right. I'm, I'm trying to work on something big. I'm trying to build a legacy for my daughter and my stepdaughter and my step grandbaby. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though it made my kids, I still only way to yeah. take care of them. You know? That's, right, right. You know, you like gotta, my stepdaughter. Stop. Nice I'm sorry, He's what? She's 19 now. She come check on me and call me all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's nice. More than her like real that. daddy. Like, right. Like more than her real daddy. And this is you know? the, the child is from, I'm sorry to interrupt, this child is from the young lady who's giving you issues? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cut the, cut cut the, the mama off, off, yo. Listen to me. Cut yeah. that bitch off. Yeah, yeah, she said, because, man, like I said, I've been totally out of character, man. I've been totally out of character these last few weeks, man. You know, and it's like my man ain't, ain't really been right. Like I said, I went to the doctor yesterday. I'm going to get a complete physical because I do that every year. Like I said, I just turned 40. I get mm-hmm. a complete That's good. I like that. I, I, want, I want to get tested, make sure I ain't had no diseases because I don't know how my wife moving. She's just leaving out the blue. You know what I'm saying? So test right. me for everything. Make sure I'm straight. You feel me? Right. So, uh, like I said, it ain't. They need depression tests. Like depressed. Yeah, I be depressed sometimes. You know, I ain't talking about killing myself or hurting nobody or something like that. Everybody be depressed sometimes, you know? Shit, the hell? But, uh, like what I said, I you my mom about six years ago. I'm in Detroit. Oh, man, it's some of the coldest bitches in the world in the deep. And if other and players... Got the gym, some of the coldest bitches out here. Yeah, and if other niggas from Detroit heard you talking like this, they'll be disappointed, family. Because some of the yeah, coldest I players I know come out of the D. Some of the coldest. I'm like, man, see that shit. Some if, of the know, I, and Like I said, TK, if I talk to somebody, TK, because I want the shit be eating me up. You know, I'd rather talk to somebody that know both of us, you know right. what I'm saying, that ain't going to be biased. You feel me? That's not going right. to be biased, you know, and love both of us, you know? But it'd be like, if I dance to somebody, a motherfucker want to tell her everything I say. Like, what the fuck is he trying to do? Is he trying to help us or hurt us? You feel me? Right. And the thing about it is, fam, you already know what to do. Yeah, That's why I don't get man. back. That's why I don't get back in touch with people most of the time. Because I want hey. people to figure it out, right? You got to follow your heart. And what I mean by that is you can't get emotional about this shit. This yeah. shit will fuck you. Yo, let me tell you some real shit, right? You could have a heart attack, family, die. Now, the stepdaughter, the child, don't have nobody. Your wife gets the life insurance check. Take one first thing Monday, take her name off the life insurance policy. That's the first thing you do. That's the mm-hmm. first thing you do. Change the name. Two, get her name off all your joint bank accounts. That's another thing that you do. And anything that's associated with your name. And let's say just for conversation's sake, 
You let her back in your life later on down the line. You let her back in, but her name don't go back on nothing. Because she's feeling the stuff. She probably met somebody, and she got a little dick. Because new dick, new dick is powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, if you talking to her, if you talking to her, and she's like, I'm confused. I don't, I don't know what to do. That's just new dick. And some mm-hmm. motherfucker got her hypnotized, and she really thinking that it's gone, you know, doing the thing. And I always tell women, you can never outplay a real nigga. And bitches like, <laughs> but they don't get my point. And here's what I'm trying to say. See, when your wife, if that's if she's cheating, we don't know if she's cheating. We have no evidence of that. If she's cheating, the new nigga she's fucking with got another bitch too. Cool. And he's just yeah. fucking her. And she might be falling in love with the nigga, but she's going to find out that that nigga got a bitch too. Now, yeah, exactly. niggas ain't shit. Now she want to come back. But you can't have that in your life. That's just once in there. You can't have that in your life because when niggas is getting money, and I always believe this, you can't have no distractions. Yeah, you're right. It'll that's cost you your right. life. I, yeah, and like I say, man, you're right, man, because I've been sitting there thinking, you know, because I can help my boys with all types of different stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as growing weed, I, I know how to grow weed, because I be helping them with that. So, just right. giving them ideas, you know what I'm saying? You know, whatever I come up with, I give it to my boy. Like, we can do this. Get a pickup right, truck. Right. Do the book or whatever. So I came up with something big for myself, and I ain't telling nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it myself. Mm. I invited my family involved in on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. My auntie was the only one bit on it. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be me or her, you know? So uh, I'm just trying to gather up the money to get my LLC, to get my patented, my uh, logo, my logo, uh, you call that? Not patent. Mm-hmm. I know it's not a trademark. Copyright. Yeah, trademark. Yeah. Uh, my logo's trademark. You know, so I'm trying to do one of that first. I'm trying to make a movement. She came. You know, I'm going to give you a couple ideas on what I'm talking about. I, I was listening to the podcast. I want to talk about a lot of stuff on, on that. So I want to start the podcast. But that's later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Right now, once, once everything gets to going, because I'm going to start a, I want to start a clothing line with my okay. brand and everything. And everything, everything coincides with what I'm talking about with the podcast, and I want to start the world's largest prayer circle here in Detroit because I know you see the news and everything that's going on around us, man, is just, just out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you see ordinary people that, that ain't nothing wrong with killing, just killing a whole house full of people. That's they do. That's crazy. And that's yeah. happening too much. Right, I agree. So I'm thinking it's something in the air, man. So I say, like, they had a million man march on the world's largest prayer circle and, and bring. Yeah. Because we definitely need something, and the people have gotten away from the Bible. People see when you, when you, when you sit when you sit around the world, when you listen to people talk, and this is just me talking right now. You hear people saying that the white man created this, or they religion is fake. Thanksgiving is fake. Fuck Columbus Day. Only. Christopher, we recognize uh, Christopher Wallace. But when you really think about it, watch where I'm going with this now. When you really think about it, how fucked up would the world would be if we didn't have a Christmas, if we didn't have a Thanksgiving, if we didn't have a birthday, if we didn't have religion? Because it's already fucked up, right? It's already fucked up. Yeah. But think about it. Motherfuckers still do what they do. 
but it will be more people doing what they want to do. And this is why you have to have structure. This is why you have to have rules. This is why you have to have discipline. This is the reason why you have to have a peace of mind. And this woman, and I don't even know her, but I'm irritated about the bitch because you out here grinding, you out here trying to get paper, and she's distracted. Now, don't get me wrong. It could be something, two sides to a story. You know, you yeah. may not be fucking her no more. Like she used, like, you could have been cheating on her, and now she's getting back at you. It's always on that aside, but that, right, that's but neither three, here or there. No, let me finish. That's neither here or there. That's neither here or there. You calling me for my help, so I'm giving you my knowledge. And regardless of whatever the fuck you did, we don't give a fuck about that right now. You calling right. me, and I'm telling you how to move. And the way to move, you got to cut off, and you can't let her back, fam. you got to live with your decision. You can't let her back. Because yeah, you will right. fall hard on your motherfucking face. You will fall hard on your face, or you'll have a heart attack, or you'll have a stroke. Or you might kill her. Yeah, you're right. Mike, but I, I, I don't kill her. Yeah, but I feel you. I feel you wholeheartedly. You know, I never hit a woman before in my life. I think I talked about this last week or the other day on the Star Show. And my daughter's mom cheated on me back in 2006. Now, I'm buying this bitch a car every year. I bought a house. And I'm just living. I'm just living. I'm, you know, in that relationship... I think I was spending, I spent a million a year because I was spending that kind of money because I was going through pain. The pain that I was going through was my mom had died of cancer. My youngest brother had died. And prior to that, my oldest brother got murdered by the police. They shot him seven times. And my father drowned, y'all. He was swimming in the beach. And an undercurrent took him out into the ocean and killed him. So I wanted to stay with this woman, not because I loved her. It's because it was pretty much a crutch. But I'm buying diamonds, mink coats, houses, but she wasn't worth it. So I'll never, I'll never forget the situation. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm fucking a bitch. Our relationship was pretty much over, but um, I'm still fucking this girl in Atlanta. One of my closest friends committed suicide Two weeks prior, maybe a week before that. So I'm sitting in the hotel room, and I said to myself, I'm either going to go home because I wanted to see my daughter, or I was going to go to the funeral. And I woke up that morning mad at the fucking this girl. I was mad because I was mad at my homie for killing himself. I'm like, say, fuck that nigga. I ain't going because he supposed to have been stronger than that. So I said, I'm going to go home. But that night, I said, Lord, I was building another house. And I was like, Lord, I don't want this woman to move in with me. You got to do whatever you can so this could happen. I said, be gentle. I never get the word. I said, be gentle. Be gentle with me, Lord. So that's truth, truth straight what I'm about to tell you. I get on the plane. I fly to Los Angeles, California. I get in my car. I'm driving down the highway after 30 minutes land off the plane. I look to the rearview mirror. I'm stuck in traffic. I see this 
volcanic escalade coming, but the way the sun is hitting this bitch, it had a glow around it. The motherfucker looked like glass. It was shining so beautiful. And it reminded me of the car I just bought my daughter's mom. The car pulled up right beside me, like in slow motion. And it was that bitch and another nigga in the vehicle. Oh, my God. And we went on a high-speed motherfucking chase on the freeway. I'll never get it, y'all. I was taking the car I was in and ramming that motherfucking car. Now, what's crazy, I had two phones in my hand. I never get it like yesterday. I had 50 Cent on one phone call, and I had William Morris Agency on another phone call. Both the motherfucker phones fell on the floor. And you know how you're trying to hit the brake and the pedal and stop? The phone was underneath the brake, nigga. I couldn't hit the motherfucking brake the way I wanted to because the phone was there. Oh, it was crazy. So the nigga got the car and ran. I smacked my daughter's mom a couple times out of pain, out of just being upset. And I I hated her for that. I hated that I had to put my hand on a woman. That shit cost me thousands, brother. Five years of my time, not jail time. They gave me five years probation, 280 days work release, 180 days community service. I had to do 52 weeks of domestic violence classes. They was trying to set me up because my probation officer even said, you can't do all of this. But guess what? I did. But this woman that you're talking about, and I said this the other day, somebody, you know, everybody that's listening um, across the country, across the world, your ex-boyfriend and your ex-girlfriend is your blueprint of who the never the fuck with again. <laughs> Remember that. Right. When you meet someone new and they that if that person reminds you of your ex in any kind of way, you're not supposed to fuck with that person no more. That's the blueprint. That is the life lesson. As far as looks, even a look, smell, conversation, move a certain way. Like during my journey, if I ever met a woman and she had a slick mouth, I would tell her I can't date her. And she's like, why? What's wrong? I said, I see myself smacking you. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been there before, and I'm not going to put myself in a situation to jeopardize everything I worked hard for. Because it takes yeah. years. When you get knocked off that square, takes years to get back on that throne. And the greatest thing I ever want to give you, and everybody's listening, I want everybody to get this one about to say, peace of mind is priceless. You can't put a price on peace of mind. You can't put a price on it. And see what's crazy? Everybody want to be in a relationship. Everybody want a family. Everybody want to fuck. And it's okay. Sounds good when you hear it. Ah, oh, got me a girl, man. The first sight of stress or bullshit will have you fucked up. Will have you fucked up. Okay. 
Yeah, so that's so good. I, I been fucked up. My man got fucked up. My man oh, been you fucked from up. the D. For you to, yeah, for you to call me and you from the D, I know this got you shook. Because like yeah, I told man. you, some of the coldest players in the world I know came out of the D. And this got you shook, bro. Yeah. And, and, and TK, like, this ain't the first time she's a mess. Like I say, I don't fuck with women, man, that genuinely love me. You know, like, care mm-hmm. about me, you know? And I right. shit on them. I shit on them for my wife. You feel me? Right. It happens to them. It happens to them. You know? Right. You know, then I think, when I think she got it, don't. Sometimes I just want to knock on her fucking head to see if there's some tension in that motherfucker. You know what I'm no, saying? Some people, I like that, Sam. Let her go. And you're, you're, your teaching is going to be when she tries to come back. You don't let her back. And then when she starts yeah. crying, even if you find out the bitch is in the shelter, don't we go like, oh, she's the mother of my child, and I have to, you can't do it, dog. It got to be about yeah, you. Right. you know, like I say, she she's smart. She, she started plenty of businesses and stuff like that. Never went through with it. You know, when she had her friends or cousins helping her with it, but I tell her all the time, I'm your, I'm your your biggest fan. I'm your biggest supporter. You know what I'm saying? Man, I can sell fucking, I can sell range to a fucking range for him. Like, I ain't nothing I can't sell, TK. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just sold it all, you know? So right. Like, man, I hustle. Sometimes I go hard. You feel me? But it's like, she say, I'm on my way to come with ideas and she don't want to do it. Okay, but say no, then, goddammit. Say right. no, and that's it. But, but see, I, I see what you're doing. I see something that you just said that got her. You're a creative guy, and you always come up with something, and bitches get tired of hearing shit all the time. So some things you just got to keep to yourself and just yeah, execute. Right. I see exactly what happened. You have to execute your own decisions. You can't be like, baby, let me get this back. Because that, you've been together a long time. She's tired of hearing you fucking talk, dog. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. She's tired of it. And it's not your fault. You're just an ambitious motherfucker. Yeah. And you don't have like a I've been in prison two times. Like I said, I've been in prison two times, man, you know, for doing bullshit out here. You feel me? But I used to fuck with them cars heavy, man. I couldn't walk past a car without stealing it. You know? Now, I don't do none of that shit no more, man. TK, I work a little bit. You know, if there's something on the flow, like a little man make a few dollars, I shoot it there. You know what I'm saying? The third work, me five o'clock in the in the evening. You feel me? I mm-hmm. work midnight, like it off at seven in the morning. I pick my daughter up at at uh two forty. You know what I'm saying? I help her with her homework. I drop her off at the babysitter. I go to work. You know what I'm saying? And that's my routine every day. She pay on Wednesday. I pick her up at one forty because she get out at one forty. I help her right. with her homework. Feed her. Drop her off. You know what I'm saying? And and one thing he too. My wife was always telling my daughter I'm mean. Mean. You know what I mean? Now, my daughter talking about I'm mean. Because I help her with her homework sometimes I holler because she ain't paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is mean. Now, and I, and, and it, my daughter didn't know nothing about being before my wife kept saying it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I said, TK, I'm not mean. My, I didn't grow up with my daddy and mom in the house together. And nobody mm-hmm. I know did. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to instill some discipline and right. stuff like that in my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, certain stuff, no, can't do that. No. You know, no, you're not about to watch that video. They cussing and they dancing like that. No, find something else to watch. You know what I'm saying? 
Like I say, man, my biggest thing, TK, is going to work all the time and make sure we got stability. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't go and live with nobody or or put out, I ain't got to go sleep in my car. TK, I'm 40 years old, man. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I can't, my daughter can't come to me and say, Daddy, I got this trip Friday. Yeah, baby, I ain't got no money. You feel me? No. Let me go no, to the bathroom yeah. and get this money. Or, here, get it going in my pocket. TK, I got to keep these hundreds on me at all times, man. You know, if I'm broke or I don't got no money coming in, I don't feel good, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm talking crazy, but if I, like, I don't, I, Feel like I got a fever or something, man. I can't really breathe right if I don't got no money. Yeah, my man get the one because I know how to get some money. You feel me? So, well, I just be cool. I just go to work every day, work every day, man, and come up with new and different ideas. You know what I'm saying? I could introduce the one or two because I'm, I'm gonna be big one day, man. And I just, you know, and I hate that my wife was my biggest supporter, like I was her biggest supporter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I said, when she wasn't working. You know, and my stepdaughter will tell you this too. When I wasn't working, TK, you know, I, I, I want to come home and say, "Dang, baby, how was your day? Let me rub your back, your feet. Food cooked, food. I mean, food cooked for the house clean. No, oh, man, I wasn't getting that. You know what I'm saying? She be talking about my back hurt. Why the fuck your back hurt? You've been here all day. Right, right. You know? Yeah, you look, gotta go. Like, you you know, gotta find. Yeah, y'all don't. Go ahead, fam. I'm going to let you talk. Go ahead. And she used to be like, y'all don't never clean up. Don't help me around here. Why the fuck should we? You're not helping us work? You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. You got to let it go, fam. I hear the pain in your voice. You got to find someone that will celebrate you, not tolerate you. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you want. Somebody to come home, meal, some head, just make you feel like a king when you walk in your house. When you walk in there, you feel like you're in motherfucking prison. Yeah, exactly. If you no, want no, some pussy, you got to kind of beg for it. The fuck you got to kind of beg for the pussy. Say it again. They come in the house, don't know what type of mood a bag this bitch going to come out of. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like that, yeah. That's a horrible feeling, fam. And I know yeah, we don't like, do shows about I normally don't do shows about relationships that much no more. I try to choke my creativity on all types of things in my show. But this right here, I had to call you. I'm up early in the morning just handling some business. I'm out here doing my show. And I was up early because I get up like almost every day, like 4.30, just to have a complete damn day to get everything done. And I saw it, your thing. I said, let me call this brother real quick and see what's going on. And I kind of, I felt it. There's something about your your message. I felt it. I was like, let me call him right now to make sure everything is okay. And what I'm hearing, you definitely got to let her go. Because it's in, yo, you're going to snap, fam. You're going to snap. You got to let her go. You said she left already? Mm-hmm. No, she didn't leave. She's getting her house together. She's moving across the street from her auntie. Fixing up her auntie house instead of fixing up our shit. You feel me? Okay, when she, yeah, when, like, when she plan on moving? She probably be moving in a couple of weeks. She getting it together now. But my thing, thing too, like I say, the way she moved, man, she moved loosely and differently. You feel me? Like I ran past my wife's auntie house every day on my way to work. You know what I'm right. saying? I live on the west side. What's on the east side? So I ran past her every day. 
and I'll start speaking with them, you know what I'm saying, before I go to work, highlight them, go to work. We separated a few years back. It's messing with a dude on on the block. You feel me? Right. I'm like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And then I'm picking her up from work right now, recently. You know, we laughing at a guy. I said, this nigga got this big-ass sweater. Come to find out. She's like, he got a glass eye. It was in the winter time. She said, he got a, got a glass eye. I'm like, oh, okay. But this is how I knew she was messing with dogs, okay? So I pick her up. We, we laugh about the sweater. Okay, bam. So we sitting here in the house maybe a month ago. We drinking or whatever, having a drink near her or whatever. And she's talking about work. And she's she making do with the glass, with the diamond eye. Instead of a glass eye, he got a diamond yeah. eye. Picture him. I'm okay, okay, okay. And then mm-hmm. one day, my daughter missed it. Like, you know, my mama's friend at work got a glass eye. I'm like, how you know? He was on FaceTime, and I'm like, okay. So I asked. I said, you fucking with dogs? I said, why you say that? I said, because you mentioned him twice, and then the van mentioned him once. I said, what's going on with you and dogs? She said, the daddy, the daddy, you know what I'm saying? And then, then she finally did Like, yeah, I got a crush on him. It ain't nothing like that, though. We go to lunch every day, and uh, we talk on the phone. Why? Why? Why do people let this nigga in? They're not going off. See, I call her all types of weak bitches. Move. And you move different. The way you move will get a nigga fucked up out here. Damn Don't right. And I told her, you need to pay a fucking attention, dude. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it might have been over between us. I get that. Because you still living in my fucking house, driving my fucking car. And I pick you up sometimes on the weekend. So what kind of fuck you move, dude? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, and my daughter worked there too, the stepdaughter. I say, what kind of you fucking move, man? I say, you're supposed to be a lady out here. Carry yourself with some fucking respect. You know what I'm saying? I say, these motherfuckers at the hospital know you fucking married. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Your daughter works there. I say, don't nobody, no man, shut the fuck up. They know every goddamn thing. Because you don't know, think they know. Sitting up there eating lunch with this shit every day, they know. Tighten the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I went off, TK. I went off, man. I told her so, dude. Tighten the fuck up, man. I say, you ain't got no respect for yourself as a mama. As a woman, as a grandmother, and as a motherfucking, you ain't got no fucking respect. You know, you just got that fucking job, not even six months ago. You're getting your ass up to a supervisor, blind they sweet, and now she fucking feeling herself. And she's getting fat, too, because she eat out every goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm-mm. And I'm like, dude, you need to tighten up the way you move, and you'll get people fucked up and hurt. You know what right. I'm saying? But cut her off, y'all. No good. You got to cut the bitch off. I'm telling you. And yeah. stop going stop going through the neighborhood. Stop going by the auntie's house and checking on them. Stop all that, Sam. You fell in love with the wrong chick, and this shit going to get you fucked up. Take some time to be yeah. yourself for a while. Just work hard. Get this girl out your system. Get some new pussy down the line. You ain't got to fuck right away. You know, because you ain't a player no more. You know? And you are a player, but you just may still just love her so much that you don't think it's in you, but it's in you. But you can't. I can't allow you to go to prison. I can't allow you to continue getting your feelings hurt because, like you said, she's reckless. And these niggas yeah. out here fuck you. These girls out. These guys out here will fuck her, take her little change, make her feel a certain way. She thinks she's winning, and she's not. Here you are, uh, upset, depressed about a bitch that's fucking a bum-ass nigga, 
he thinking he a player because he's fucking a bitch that is driving your car, laying up in your house when ain't nobody there. Man, you fuck around, hurt everybody. You feel me, TK? Yep. Well, like I, I said, I told myself, man, hey, but I told myself too, TK, after the last time I had went to prison, man, this was like an old, uh, old three, old two, old three, when I had went to prison mm-hmm. last time or whatever. I told myself, man, I said, I'm not. Because my mama was like, son, when you in prison and you're going to trouble, you're in trouble, you ain't the only one going through that. We're going through it too. And I got an attitude. Like, what you mean? I'm the only one in that cell. I'm the only one doing this time. She said, no, son. But I can't pick up that phone and call my son like I want to. When my son ain't over here getting on my nerves like he normally do. Yeah, I'm in jail too. Yeah, I'm sure. I had to think like that. And I had to think like that. You know, and I'm getting so just thinking about it. You feel me? Because my mom mm-hmm. is in my world. You feel me? And I'm like, damn. Right. I got to tighten up, dude. Because cause if I was in trouble, I ain't got nobody to look out for. Last time I went to jail, my sister them sold my car. Talking about they sent me the money. Y'all ain't sent me shit. Mama sent me the money. If y'all sent me some money, you just believe y'all fucking names would have been on the money order. You feel right. me? Right. Right. Ain't no mama sent the money for her. Fuck that. Y'all would have made this. Now, show y'all put your name on that money order so I knew where it came from. You feel me, TK? Yeah. But now, like I say, man, I, I just got to do everything different, man, because I'm 40. My mama gone. My older sister gone. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't got nobody to, to look out for me. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's, that's right. And, and that was, and that's why I had everything, you know what I'm saying, set up to where I had it set up to where I'd be straight if something happened to me. But now, I ain't even got nobody if something happened to me. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, you'll be somebody else, y'all, yeah. but you can't. But you got to let this bitch go, like, soon, because if you got sick today, this is not the bitch that's going to take care of you. Yeah, exactly. This bitch will put you in a shelter <laughs> and let you die and take your insurance money and buy the nigga with the glass eye car. She'll think she's in love with that mm-hmm. nigga. That's how she moving. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, dog, they're moving. They're moving. is fucked up. It's like, fucked you know, up. Never, ain't nobody never see. See, motherfuckers around you're not going to even tell you. But I'm going to tell you the fucking truth. You know, and she's like, damn, wow. When I'm talking to her, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, shit. Yeah, you wasting oh, your wow. breath, man. Like, she don't get it. No, she don't get it. She don't get it. Not going to hollow ass head. Yeah. She don't get it. Stop. Don't even say nothing no more. Just get out your life. Don't even, don't even, don't even rush her to get out. Don't be like, bitch, when you leave, and don't do none of that. But when she go, change the locks and start slightly ignoring her. Don't try to fuck her no more. Don't try to fuck her no more, fam. I ain't. Yeah, don't do it. You know, don't do it. You got to start letting it go now. It's going to take a, maybe a couple of years, a year or so to get out of your system. But you got to do it. You're 40, yo. And that's young. 40, young than a motherfucker. I wish I was fucking 40 again. You know? So 40, you yeah. still got it. You still got a lot of living to do. A lot of living to do. Yeah, you right. But you got to let it go. Yeah, it's just that you put so much time in. And, and building this person up, you know what I'm saying? 17 years, man. That's what my time is. Listen, I need you. Listen, as of right now, I want, I want to say something to you, and I need you to listen. You ready? 
Yes. Grow the fuck up, nigga. Stop saying <laughs> that 17 years shit, being emotional. You want a blanket, nigga? Okay, it's, it's a fucking right. situation. <laughs> the fuck, nigga? You want some hot cocoa? I ain't gonna sugarcoat this shit. I'm a busy nigga and I tell people the truth. And hard facts to keep this shit going. You got 17 years in. Okay. Boom. Life. This shit ain't fair. You know, you listen to my show all the time. I talk about play the hand that you dealt, right? These right. are the cards that came out on this on this on, on this deck. Play the hand. So what cards you gonna keep, what cards you gonna throw in? Throw that bitch back in the game, yo. Throw it back in the fucking uh, deck. And reshuffle. Yeah. And get a new bitch. Mm-hmm. Or get a few bitches. But I guarantee you'll get somebody better than her. Yeah. I put motherfucking money on it. Yeah, like I said on TK, I never had a problem getting a woman. Never. I always yeah, you straight then. Pull it off. They try to holler at me every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You are motherfucking straight. Just take your time, though. Get a bitch that got her own house. Get a bitch that got a business, maybe. You got your choice, y'all. You got your choice. Niggas is always chasing bitches that'll fuck them over and vice versa. Bitches is always chasing niggas who can't do nothing for them. Change your mindset. Stop fucking with bitches that can do something for you and that's going to love you. You got to come over, cook, sometimes um, pay for you to go on a trip. You know, I don't fuck with bitches that can't pay their own airline tickets, dog. I, I met some of the coldest bitches in the world last 10, 15 years. I go to Paris, they meet me in Paris. I be in motherfucking uh, L.A., they meet me in L.A. Buy their own motherfucking ticket. You know, I used to think a long time ago, I was that nigga flying bitches. You know, you think that shit, you know, you ask a girl, some girl like that, hey, won't you meet me? Even just a swamp, man, won't you meet me, meet me in Miami? Well, I don't have no money for my. Well, guess what? This just trips now for you. Yeah. You I'm ain't coming. Part, okay? My wife ain't no bad bitch. You feel me? Right. She ain't no bad bitch. But I done fucked with bad bitches and I built my wife up. You feel me? Not right. You made her an asset. You made her an asset. Yeah, she's used to get mad. She's used to get mad. You know, when she used to read letters and shit, because I used to fuck with, uh, I ain't going to say her name. I used to fuck with this one cold bitch, you feel me? Right. And uh, she a star, too. And uh, my wife used to read the letters that she sent me from prison to get an attitude. Because I'd be like, I'm a bullshit, and I wasn't fucking with her for real. And then right. she found my bag and read the letters and shit. Like, damn, you was fucking with that bitch, you feel me? But, uh, like, yeah, I fuck with some cold bitches, but I never gave a fuck about them. Look at what I mean. This bitches is bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now, now, let's just take care of defend the females now. We say bitches is bitches, but that shit do be affecting women, fam. It it affects them. I can't even lie. It affects them. My thing is, stay to yourself and date and enjoy life. Like I said, I've been single a long motherfucking time. I'm happy, yo. I'm a happy motherfucker. I swear to God, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Like I said, I, 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 my biggest concern is my daughter. Your daughter gonna be okay. You know, we all grow up and think 
that when we break up or we're about to break up, oh, I don't want to do this to my daughter. Kids are going to be okay. Matter of fact, it's even better for the children because they get to go to two different houses. They got two TVs. They got two uh, clothes in one house, clothes in the other house. They got two different sets of friends. Yeah, that's a win for them. It's just that we think too much. We'd be like, oh, we want to I want my child to grow up with their parents. It don't work out that way sometimes. And that's what I mean by life. Understand your GPS. Understand the way your life is taking you. And some things you just got to avoid and, and pull over and let that shit pass you. And this woman, you got to let go. Because you beat all the odds. You went to prison twice, got home. You're doing well. You're 40 years old. You're not on paper. You're not on probation. You're not on job 11 years. You've been on your job nope. 11 years. Come on, yo. You win it. All you got to do is get rid of her. Exactly. All you got to do is get rid of her. And you're, you're going to have peace of motherfucking mind. You're going to come to one of my shows one day and say, nigga, I got rid of that bitch. Because I had hit you. I had hit you. I had a different name. Big Beard. Uh with the beard. Uh-huh. But I had you like, and I'm like, damn, when you coming to Detroit, you like, next year, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like, came already. Because right. Because come this year in 2018, but I'm like, damn, I missed it. But yeah, man, I love to come to the show. Like I said, I listen to your podcast every Monday, and then I listen to the older one, too, just over and over again sometimes. Right. Because I, you know? I, I don't do shit at work, man. I don't do shit. I just, be, I just make some shit running right, and I be right. killing, you know? Right. Uh, Y'all listen to you, man. I listen to you, the Breakfast Club. You know, I'm trying to listen to positive shit, put positive shit into my mind, you know? Like right. all this negative shit going around, man. And I, just, I didn't have nobody to talk about credit and all that stuff. I'm getting my shit right now, getting it together now. But I didn't have nobody to talk to me about credit and, and then stuff like that, finances and insurance. You know, we had to bury my sister two years ago, and, and she didn't have no life insurance, you know? Yeah. So. Everybody had to put money together and all that type of stuff. So, so I stopped my family a text, a group text. You know, we text each other. And the group text, you know, we tell them we love them and everything like that and tell them what's going on and stuff. So I told them, man, we need to make sure everybody got some life insurance. Yeah, that's so right. You didn't have to start no go for me. And see, and they should have took heed from my mama when she passed six years ago. My mama had her funeral planned out. She paid the way she wanted to. She had a life insurance policy where every last one of us will get five, ten thousand dollars. Me and my two sisters. Right. Plus, she had burial, plus she had burial insurance. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now the fucked up thing about it is, I didn't get no money. And out of all that money that she had for the student and everything, I was the only one that had to pay for everything myself. But I didn't trip over it. Even though everybody came over my motherfucking house after the repairs and put their coat through my bed. And I got fucking bad, but we had to buy another brand new bed. I thought that fourth that one. You know what I'm saying? You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> you know, so, so I ain't going to get a bad bus. So you need to think about my mama, too, because before she had passed, about a year before she passed, I say, son, I need to borrow $250 to go towards me buying the bed. I say, sure, mama, here. First, I'm pissed. Then I call her back a couple of weeks later and say, Mom, you ain't got to pay me back. I know you ain't working. And then my, my cousin come over, right? Uh-huh. My little cousin come straight out of my mama house. My little cousin straight out of my mama house with my niece, you know. And she called me a couple of weeks later and say, Son, 
I need to borrow another two hundred and fifty dollars another bed. This goddamn the boy that came over here and brought bed bugs and shit <laughs> That's crazy. So, so I I'm going another bed, gave the money to get another bed, you know what I'm saying? But you know to make a long story short, man, my mama was proud of me. And everybody at the funeral came to me and said, Boy, your mama was proud of you. I got in that house every shit for three fifty a month to where she could afford everything and still be able to have the money in her pocket. You know what I'm saying? She said, right. she used to call me every day when I got off of work. She used to call me every morning when I got off of work. Son, could you take me to the foot doctor? Son, could you take me to the church? But I'd be tired, man. I'm like, damn, mama. But I had just got a, uh, another card in. You know what I'm saying? I had a Lincoln. I had a Magnum. Then I had a Thunderbird. I called her. I said, mama, I'm about to bring this car over there to you. You know what I'm saying? I said, mama, if I had this car, don't call me no damn mama. <laughs> uh, I give her the car. She said, I give her the car, right? She said, and she rode this car for two years, right? And then when she passed, my uh, Susan gave it back to me, and I drove that car for two years. I still had two other cars, but I never even drove them. I drove the Thunderbird. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, you know, and I sit up, man, me and my mama, man, we had a good time. Like, like uh, my mama used to get hatch, okay? Right. And, uh, coming up. And, and my sister was sick of that shit. So we told her, man, like, what the fuck, mama? And she told us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ever since we got that understanding, ever since we got that understanding, that was about 20 years ago, 15 years ago before she had passed. But when we got that understanding, she said she stopped in her, you know, never got her again, and we knew her story. We didn't right. know mama had got raped and molested by family members and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. We didn't know that. Wow. You know? You know? But when, when me and my mama, when I say that was my best friend, she said, she had called me, man, we are on the phone like a motherfucker. Either she'll hang up or I'll hang up. But right, right. Day, either she'll call me or I'll call her. And she wouldn't even know that we were just arguing the way we were. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's a beautiful thing, you know, family. So I, and, I, yeah. and, and you should have to go through this shit with this woman. Mm-hmm. At all. You shouldn't have to go through this shit at all. Now, on that note, family, your boy's going to be in the wind because you know me. I'll be all over this motherfucker. I got so much shit to do. So, listen, this yeah, is yeah. very important that you listen to me. That bitch got to go. Yeah, you're right. And you stay strong with your decision and live your motherfucking life. And I'll see you on the other side and, and see you on this side as well. But you live. That's important that... When she talked to me and we had this conversation, it's law now. If you, if you don't do everything I'm telling you, you're going to have problems. This is law. She got to go. Yeah. Don't get, and don't try to fall in love quickly with a new bitch. Take I love him, Yeah, take your time. Go go on some trips, yo. Okay. And so you, know, you know what's funny about these, these, my phone calls? People complain sometimes they can't hear. Or like just down the phone with dad. And like, TK, your shows be good, but sometimes we can't hear. And if you notice, there's a lesson in all my shows. Do you agree? Yeah. And here's the lesson why I do my shows on the phone and travel. Because life is not perfect. And when you listen to my shows and you can't hear, it's how life is. Are you going to deal with it and get through it? and make the best out of it? Or you want everything to be easy and and, and, and just, just laid down for you? 
So my thing about my show and the content and the sound, this is done on purpose, y'all. Because I want people to understand that you just, life is not just going to be motherfucking easy when you talk to me or you listen to the shit that I got to say. But what I was saying to you was you got to start taking trips and plan them accordingly. That way you don't have to spend a lot of money, look for sales. You know, I always say, really have a good time. You got to go where water is. You want to get on jet ski and do activities in the water and start planning for vacations next year in the spring. You got to, you got to live your life like that, yo. Cause I like to be, I used to live in Detroit. I used to live in West Bloomfield in the nineties. Oh, very. Yeah. I lived in West Bloomfield a long time. And, um, West Bloomfield, also I lived in, lived in Miami, grew up in New York and New Jersey, lived in Arizona, I lived in Cali, I live in Vegas now, so, and I like it there. And, um, yeah, I got a lot of family and friends I grew up live out there. Yeah, I buy a lot of property, so that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a real estate guy, so I just stay on the low, stay to myself. Um, only people that's close to me are my children. My kids go everywhere with me, especially my my youngest daughters. They roll with they they roll with me. I keep them close to me. But you just remember what I told you, family, and let her fucking go. And when you let her go, you gotta text me. That bitch is out of here, TK. And then that's when you start. I will too, man. On that note, to the world, to my man in Detroit, Michigan, to everybody listening, may your pain be champagne. Philadelphia, listen to me very closely. February 6th, one of the hottest shows in the country at the um, um, Hibachi Comedy Club in Philadelphia. Me and the great Meek Mills will be performing. Get your tickets. All right. Make sure you get your tickets to come CT to the motherfucker. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm shooting my next. Next one's special. I shot one April 1st. I'm shooting another one um, May 6th, and I'm going to do another one October 26th, 27th in New York with the Breakfast Club. You know, I'm on production company now, so I'm dropping. I got a huge deal. I just stay quiet on how I move. So I'm dropping a special every year for the next 12 more fucking years, yo, because I'm really going to show people how talented I really am because all street niggas have been waiting for me to blow up for a long motherfucking time. Long time. So here we go. We're going to drop it on their motherfucking head and keep it moving. On that note, my man, wish you the best. Don't take my, don't waste my time and not do what I told you to do. You hear me? I appreciate you, man, and I'm on you. Yeah, I hear you good. Okay. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Do what I told you to do. On that note, may your pain be champagne. I'm out of here, family. All right. Take care, sir. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.